Welcome back to Late Night Talks. This is the episode four. Are you excited, guys? Yeah, this was my first time. That's what she said. <laughs> I love the office USA. If somebody loves it, please send me memes. But uh, yeah, this is the first time that I actually... You did it. You did the end. <sighs> it was so hot. <laughs> How does it feel? Is the pressure off yeah. now? <laughs> so I'm finally relieved I did it. But yeah, it's been like long week, apparently. It was so many people reaching us out and saying, guys, when there's the next episode, we love it so much, so much fun. Ha ha ha. So basically, well, our promise is every Saturday because we don't want you guys to get bored of us. And also we wanted like you to starve and wait for more episodes. (laughs) That's how you keep people uh, interested in you. You have to pretend that you don't actually care (laughs) about them. No, we love you guys. It's a lot of support. Uh, then also a lot of strangers watching our reels. We are so happy. Yeah. Apparently, MotoGP reels doesn't go so well. Yeah, which people is don't... upsetting. Yeah, I thought a lot more people would find that Jack Miller clip funny, but I guess it was only us. Well, also, I... but also the Fabio one, the Quartararo one. <laughs> 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 the, the, Fabio, no. the one with Fabio did not do that well. Also, I mean, even the one that Pierre liked, I think it was only like maybe, at, well, 800 people or something. A lot of people seem to like the one um, about the language issue. That I cannot speak in English. Yeah, so clearly <laughs> our target audience is wrong. <laughs> no more Formula One fans, no more yeah, we're fans. Only... It's fine. We're just going like yeah. whatever world gives us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, thanks to everyone that's listened. We have two people. Every week I like to do this thing where I look at the stats and see like what countries. Yeah. And I think I told you last week you have two people from Norway. I really want to know if it's like was it an accidental click? <laughs> <laughs> like I really need to know who these two people are. Also, like Czech Republic and Spain. Again, accidental clicks. <laughs> How did you even find this and clicked on it? Maybe they're from they're from the one of the reels and they're like, oh. If they are liked by Pierre Gasly, maybe. Well, I, well anyway, if you will like, want to give us any feedback anytime, guys, we are welcome to the messages and stuff. Yeah, engage with the Instagram page. Like, yeah. DM us. I don't know, bully us, whatever you want. <laughs> if you're going to bully us, we're going to bull, bully. Bull, I want to say bull you back. <laughs> bully you back. It almost uh, sounded like the Romanian swear word. <laughs> this is a lesson for anybody that's listening if you're ever like hear this word someone definitely is swearing at you so like, and also if somebody's bullying you you stand up for yourself yeah bully them back like no medicine man yeah treat them with kindness works when you are an adult mm-hmm. but when i was a teenager i've been bullied and i was always like staying in the corner fuck the corner man you go there and you are like you motherfucker so anyway but this is like for the kids this is separate yeah maybe when we're gonna create late night talks for the kids we're gonna read you know kids, but like kids pop version gonna, yeah or like you know we're gonna read the 
oh my god how it's called nursery rhymes yeah no nursery rhymes but you know like you read the bedtime book. stories yeah bedtime oh my god I took the ages to go <laughs> nice <laughs> bedtime stories but you know when they do this like oh ASMR yeah. I fucking hate ASMR I cannot listen to it it's uh, how are you tonight <laughs> are you feeling well everyone clicked off <laughs> Stop but this reminds me so basically i think everybody knows like 50 shades of gray was really good books the movies was so and so i uh, not even the books were really that great i think they're the books for like divorced moms that never actually had like no but i mean 50 shades sex. of gray at least is better to compare to what Netflix production? Oh yeah, so 365 <laughs> days mashup Italian mafia <laughs> Polish woman. Are you lost, baby girl? No, so okay, so let's for anyone that hasn't watched the first one. So basically, I'll uh, well, anyway, just to clarify, the movie is called 365 Days because I think yeah. I was talking too much. Sorry, <laughs> my daddy. Oops, I did it. Again. <laughs> Oh, so the movie is called 365 days and it's based on um a novel well a book multiple books that um this author wrote and then netflix kind of bought the it was the first one produced by netflix also i don't think it was i think they only bought the rights for it but anyway but even the second one there is like two polish directors i okay. think i think so right. basically they made a movie after the novel and it's kind of have you ever read fan fiction like have you ever not even fan fiction but like really poor like have you seen after or yeah. heard of it so that's like the original plot of that was like a fan fiction that someone wrote about Harry Styles. So like fan fictions, when people imagine, like they write usually like very sexual stories about like someone famous. So there's loads about Formula One drivers. And I think oh my God, we need to bring one. Okay, on we, we should, we will do that definitely. But anyway, somebody who's listening and they dying for any formula one driver please just hit us up we're gonna arrange the date no no i'm joking <laughs> imagine we actually we have a friend that's a formula one driver we won't say which one yeah but he's interested in it now but yeah thing. basically the way it was written it's kind of usually when someone writes like like fan fiction or like even stories they're like really stupid so this one was the same. So the plot of the first movie was this. So it starts, the movie starts with this. Um, it's basically two mafia bosses on a fucking remote island negotiating a deal. That's how the first movie starts, right? And in the, you see the main character whose name is Massimo, who's this very attractive gentleman. That's Italian. Sexy, animal, uh, well, everything, yeah. uh, bello. Apart from, I don't know, smart, I think. I think, no, I think from all of the actors there, no offense. I mean, probably they do better things in their lives. The only mistake that they did is so many languages in there as well, I think. So it's a bit like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, so like, so, yeah. So they're on this fucking island and they're negotiating a deal and this Massimo. Italian, Italian of course. Yeah, Massimo. He's kind of standing and like looking down at the beachfront and he sees this woman like fucking Very dancing. Very beautiful. Like, I don't know. First,
first of all, the distance, he couldn't have seen her fucking face. Can I just point that directly? So anyway, he sees her, he, he, his dad gets shot and then he gets shot. And when he gets shot, he, in his mind, he sees this woman, right? He has her the fucking fantasy. face. Yeah. He has like, he imagines her face. Anyway, the movie then moves on to showing us this bitch called Laura, who is Polish and has a boyfriend that doesn't really just fuck her the way she wants to, you know? She's just not happy. So with she him. has to use sex toys. Guys, if you want to use my <laughs> student account discount <laughs> for Love Honey, <laughs> guys, this video is actually, this podcast is sponsored by Ann Summers. Yeah, 10% off in store. <laughs> we wish no um but basically anyway so they go on vacation to this fucking town in italy where sicily they oh is it sicily i think so my god that's completely bad because it plays onto the stereotype that like sicily has gang activity that's a thing right they always like say anyway well that's a separate story about like how bad this movie is about everything but they go to sicily and um they go to this fucking hotel or whatever and again she's unhappy about whatever because that's her main persona she's just basically it was her birthday right and then her boyfriend was being an ass and they was with other yeah yeah, with another couple but anyway she's at this restaurant and she goes out and she gets lost for some reason because she's stupid and then and then a voice from behind says are you lost baby girl she kind of turns around like oh well anyway so you've got three languages in the movie so far italian spoke in a like okay he's italian so it sounds fine polish because she's polish english is the worst fucking english accent i've ever heard in my entire life well and at some point i think they i don't know if they faking but it sounds bad it sounds so bad i don't know if it's intentional or not but it sounds really bad but anyway after that laura 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 the way we supposed to call her because we are eastern european laura gets kidnapped by this dude and he tells her because her boyfriend at that time apparently left her no she was cheating on her so yeah but left her on the birthday day at the beach alone and he were just going out and fucking and massimo because he's a gangster <laughs> yeah he got like private boss. detective that took all of the pictures of him doing the other girl on force on the sink mm-hmm. on the sofa everywhere <laughs> so imagine but anyway it's kind of maybe shortcut they were trying to make it something a lot of fetishes and sexy fantasies in one movie and the sex well the best way i can describe it is like free porn. a very a very long porn movie you're spending the first 40 minutes so but, okay so he kidnaps her and he tells her you've got i'll keep you here for 365 days at this fucking huge mansion where you've got a pole fucking like all the space to do whatever you want and whatever and you need to fall in love with me because I love you. And if you don't, I'll set you free. That's what he tells her, right? Somewhere around those lines. And then she's playing like, my God, I don't want to be here. And then she sees his dick. (laughs) She's like, oh, maybe uh, I changed my mind, actually. And then 
ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
ah, oh, you cannot do that. This is disgusting. And of course she said like, so curva ya perdole, which means like fucking hell, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then Massimo said like, if you want to join us next time, uh. which is weird on the wedding day, but. And we're her best friend is all that. Why? You know, we cannot understand. We are not Italian, maybe. Maybe they got, like, more open relationships. (laughs) I don't know. Never been there, so. I mean, I've been to Rome. That's it. But, yeah. So then, anyway, a lot of bullshit's going on. Then she didn't uh, told him about that she lost the baby in the tunnel in the accident, whatever. Nobody really mentions that. No, nobody and, really cares in this movie about the actual plot. That's important yeah, to say. Yeah, but anyway, uh, it was stupid because they brought another dude that was like, oh, my name is Nacho. <laughs> and he starts to flirt with uh, Laura because <laughs> Laura's husband now, mm-hmm. Massimo, got so many issues with the mafia going on. And also he just doesn't like share anything with her, like personal things. Only in the second movie, like in the middle of the movie, she find out after brutal Christmas sex that she gave him as a present because this man got everything. So what he's missing is just her pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So after sex, they just casually laying on the bed and she's like, Massimo, don't you ever feel lonely? Don't you like miss, like you don't have any parents or siblings? Don't you feel lonely? He's like, something. And then like, and then like something again, she said about the parents, again, parents, not parents, parents. And then he's like, I actually got a brother, but I don't really want to talk about it. And that's it. From just laying down, relaxed, (laughs) after so many orgasms, she turns into this fucking bitch. (gasps) How come, Massimo, you didn't told me that you have a brother? And then again, so she like gets upset. They don't talk anymore. She wants to do everything. Like she tries to be very rebel and blah, blah, blah. And actually it clicks maybe mostly in the end that his brother looks exactly like him. Maybe there is something a bit different about them, but they are twins, right? Yeah. So before that, they went to the party and this bitch caught him. Caught at that point, everybody thought that she caught Massimo fucking another bitch, like his ex uh, fucking buddy, something like that. So she gets upset. She goes out. She meets this new dude that apparently was a gardener nicknamed But it's also really hot and has tattoos. And well, important to mention. And got such a huge Spanish accent. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Latino puppy. Vamos, papi. So... So imagine she lives this like huge fiesta place, whatever. Like it was a ball, I think you cannot call it fiesta. And Gardner comes like with a really good new Volvo car. I wouldn't say it's Volvo that expensive. In my country, like in Lithuania, you have Volvo like X. X or X. <laughs> oh my God, my accent is coming up. X50 is like, oh my God, you are rich. Maybe you are like a farmer's son, so you got a good car. I mean, anyway, anyway, yeah, he comes to pick her up, yeah? Yeah, but like, how on the fucking earth you knew this bitch gonna head out crying? And he's like, because he's really smart. Laura, are you okay? <laughs> and she's like, it's <laughs> 
She's like, just take me anywhere. And suddenly it was a deep night episode. She's like dressed up fully for the ball ball and like dark makeup, whatever, gown and stuff. Suddenly, after five minutes driving, it's pitch white, straight away day. They stop somewhere. She sent the message to her mom and she just threw her phone. This bitch. Anyway, <laughs> so like she stays with this dude and then only in the end, like kind of like, he's like, oh, I'm going to cook something for you. And, she, and she's like, oh, really? And he's like, oh, this is my favorite dish, paella. Or paella, how do you paella, say Paella, come on, we're not English. Spanish is the correct word, paella, yeah. Yeah, but still, like, is it because he said, like, I got Spanish food, you cannot cook fucking something else. No, so he's like, like, you have to eat paella. Like, I'm really sorry. This is, this is me. And then she was always having sexual dreams about this new dude when she still was missing her husband. Yeah, but also it's important. What, what I they, mean, she ran away from him, kind of. Yeah, but one thing they didn't say is that this dude's house had a pool and was massive, and he was supposed to be a gardener. And that she didn't think that was weird. That no, I made, think she just realized after three nights that it's kind of weird place. that a gardener yeah. has a pool. Yeah, I, I would have thought. And so his too. excuse was, "Oh, my dad is very wealthy, blah blah blah." But you know, I'm just. But the like, plot twist is he is. Uh, his daddy is mafia's boss. <gasps> Shocking. That they made an agreement with Massimo's dad. That they would never like kind of fight how it's called non... What? No what? No, <laughs> no non-aggressive agreement, something like that. How it's... Right. I don't know. <laughs> no aggression treat like... Yeah, something no aggression, right. whatever. You know, I've been in mafia a long time ago, so I can't remember Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so... <laughs> So anyway, so after two episodes, she realized as well, like, because they kind of, at some point, they were always surfing or doing jet ski activities. And he was like saying, oh, I don't have a girlfriend and stuff. And then they having like a breakfast and she was like, I think you are lying to me. You cannot have everything like that. Just being a gardener by Laura. I told you, I told you that, uh, I said to you that I got a rich dad, yeah, so what do you want from me? I already told you, Laura. And then she is, I don't know, something happened, but he's like, anyway, get ready because you're going to go to see my dad and Massimo. And then suddenly the scene, he's taking a shower outside outside she has a shower outside yeah but you know like it's popular to have this shower did, that did they show see. did they show his dick no but they basically almost showed her vagina what vagina <laughs> but did they so they didn't we didn't see massimo's dick either no that's upsetting yeah. big time i was trying to see who's bigger <laughs> no so they didn't show these things but anyway they look really like similar sorry for these dudes because they, they both do, well, very hot they work out a lot yeah tattoos both of them but they, well i think oh, they, they they both definitely look very meditative Mediterranean. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Why. That yeah. I cannot pronounce Mediterranean. That one. Yeah, yeah, nice. But so and like he's in the shower, right? All naked, and she comes to fight with him, like whilst he's <gasps> in the shower. I knew it. I knew it that you were a liar. Like 
you need, I'm, oh, I trusted you. I was so stupid, so naive. Now I'm giving you only chance now to tell me the truth. And he's in the shower, right? <laughs> Sexy, hot, taking a shower. And he's like, okay, I lied. I didn't lie. I, I was uh, saying truth about my dad. He's rich, but he's a mafia boss as mm, well. Shocking revelation. And we're going to meet Massimo because we need to do something about him. And I didn't chose this life, Laura. This, this life, life chose me. How's yeah? <laughs> so anyway, then, of course, they go there. She's upset, blah, blah, blah. The ending is very uh, stupid again right i showed you the last scene yeah the last scene very... the best way i can describe who sh- how was this movie shot like i don't understand i could have our reels that's what i was joking about our reels are better than that movie <laughs> and my well, if I, our editing... I wouldn't no i would go be that so far. proud yeah. about our reels i mean they are quite okay-ish but we're still beginners so i cannot really but yeah the movie ends with her getting shot and for some reason Massimo just kind of stares at her while she's down on the floor and has kind of a stare contest with this other dude. They're deciding if they want to shoot each other or not but while she's on the floor. But then, dead. anyway, he left him because the other dude, Nacho, the Nacho. Spanish dude, he was in love with her as well in the end, right? Is it shocking yeah, that? Because well. he said, like, oh, I would like to have a girlfriend and settle down at some point. Right. So when he was leaving he was trying to make this face like he's upset but like he cannot do anything and he just looked like i'm trying to make something with my face i hope it's working yeah kind of yeah that's exactly i don't know so yeah it's very like guys don't watch the movie no watch that movie if you want to make feel better like if you think your work is shit watch this movie and think that like they had multiple directors directing this so like think about that when you're sad yeah so anyway but maybe that was his maybe i mean that's what i was thinking maybe i feel like that's a really long way to break up with someone like running away you know getting shot and everything she could have just divorced him It would have been a lot easier. Well, probably that's what she what she wanted to do, but she like because they just got married, right? She still was missing him. It's Man, even hard. They didn't know anything about each other. They never spoke in the first movie at all. They only slept with each other. I'm like, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so stupid. But that segues nice into what we were joking about before, which is what's the worst way to break up with someone? Well, there's a lot of bad ways to break up with someone, but what's yeah, the like worst? Yeah, like maybe Twitter or Facebook. On Twitter. <laughs> May, um, Twitter is still kind of fun. No, but didn't Calvin Harris do that with Rita Ora when he said on Twitter, oh, we're not dating anymore. And she said that that's how she found out because he tweeted. Really? That, yeah. He did that? Oh my God, I love Calvin <laughs> Harris. No way. Oh, he tweeted, I just wanted to let you guys know me and Rita Ora and are in a relationship anymore. And then like, apparently she was like, I'm very sad to tell you that that's how I found out too. <laughs> that way we broke up. <laughs> Imagine. But probably, I mean, but anyway, this is for like celebs, right? But like for us normal people. Normal people. Facebook probably, or like your friend told you like, oh, you like, why are you saying he's your boyfriend? Didn't you know like he's planning to break up with you? 
Oh wow. Or something like that, I think. That's quite spicy. Yeah. I once um I mean I was talking one of my friends was waiting, um well it's not a bad way, but like also quite shitty. So like he wanted to end the relationship, but it was New Year's. But he was like, I don't wanna break up with her like before Christmas, because that's really sad. But I also don't want to enter the new year in a bad relationship. So what do I do? I was like, sucks either way. Just, <laughs> I, I think you need to marry her and like have five kids and then break up. So I don't think this is working anymore. But yeah, that's quite bad. Yeah. So. Or like message. Imagine if you are together like for four years and you receive the message. Oh, sorry. But like, what would the worst message be? Oh, we're done. No explanation. We're done. And then they block you. And then they, you never hear from them again. That's quite savage. Yeah. That's quite good. I, that, that would be one to do. Yeah. I think. Okay. And then also it's like funny when they break up on their anniversary. Like, oh, we've been like four years together. Actually, this is my example. This is very bad. I broke up with my boyfriend when it was four years anniversary. Oh, but that's quite funny i mean it's yeah i mean it's funny and it's sad because at this point why on the did you wait specifically for the anniversary no, it just happened and then i didn't i kind of forgot right because for like i don't know six months it wasn't going kind of well and right. then i gave like a how do you say ultimatum yeah ultimate wow and I said, like, look, if this is not going to change, I can't. So basically, he was, like, addicted to alcohol a lot and always partying and blah, blah, blah. So for me, I was like, I don't want to party all the time. And then all the time, take his ass back home fully drunk. And then he invites strangers to our place and oh my stuff God, so like fun. that. Come on, oh, let's woo. party more. Like, connections, we need to build connections, whatever. So yeah, I did. And I think I realized after because when he was crying he said like why did you do that to me on our anniversary oh you're like oh sorry. and then i was like oh fuck i didn't chose the day it just the day chose you yeah, yeah. <laughs> same like with mafia if you're like mafia is kid you don't choose that life that life chose you. you that's very very true but that's it so yeah but that's it's a bit like painful and it's kind of you no know, because well if you are in the long-term relationship you kind of become friends as well right kind of i guess you have to be friends with i mean your boyfriend. anyway for me most of the times i'm i like i have a good friend and then you see like oh maybe actually i see them different but most of the times the dude starts to hit on me blah 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 and me i'm stupid i don't realize and stuff like that right <laughs> so then it's just like you just get used to at some point and you don't realize as well like oh shit is going nowhere and she, when shit hits the fun then you realize okay i don't want this and like you don't realize oh my god it's our anniversary mm -hmm. you don't care at that point anymore so yeah bad but yeah i don't know well once but this is like it wasn't really a relationship but you know like when you are in high school and people are dating yeah so like my town is super small so you basically knew who yeah. dated who all the prehistory and even now like who's having kids with who because yeah same <laughs> got older, yeah. 
So like there used to be this type of dudes that all the time, if girl decides to break up with them, they're going to say, oh, I'm just going to kill myself. But that's so bad. And then you meet them in school the next day and like, yeah. so why you didn't do it? Liar. <laughs> I like, liar. Guys, if you want to kill yourself, there is so many helplines. First of all, there is your family, friends. Don't do that. We are joking, but that's not gaslighting someone and that's manipulating someone. Yeah, like you shouldn't, like, if you're in a relationship and your boyfriend tells you that, like, he's gonna kill himself without you, you need to leave. Like, if he kills himself, it's not your fault, but also, he's not gonna kill himself, he's just trying to keep you there. So, just yeah, yeah. Same goes the other way around. So, like, just stay away. I mean, yeah, because girls does it as well sometimes. Or they pretend, oh, I'm so depressed. I need some help. Like, they find this kind of... Yeah, ways to draw you in. So, that's quite bad. Just stay away. But, I mean, I don't I'm trying to think. Like, I think it's not, like, it's just dramatic when people, like, get together. And then, like, it's a one-week relationship and then like they post it on Facebook because I'm thinking about Facebook and then they put like oh I'm in a relationship whatever and then they delete it a week later or like you know because I don't know it wasn't popular between like my friends or people I know on Facebook to post like every week yeah but then it's like month anniversary right yeah so it's the first month together yeah. and they post a novel down saying like I love you so much you're the love of my no, no, life but this is like in the end but they start like all these months we went through so much i can really call you my true love next month with the picture with the next dude and she still got so many words like where she got this like where this girl got the craving craving not craving creativity creativity right i cannot speak anymore because it's just like when i remember this is so cringe but it used to be a thing to be fair it's still a thing if you look at like um there's like people that are like 40 and like they've started using Facebook like only recently. So like they're the same ones that like posting flowers and like yeah. pictures of coffee every morning. Like have a good morning, yeah. enjoy the coffee today. And then people in the comments reply, oh, thank you, you too, good day. And then send a gif of like flowers. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> my mom messaged me and she's like, I don't understand because you know, like you can say off oh, feeling, yeah. whatever, whatever. My mom just discovered that that's a thing. Oh, like, she got she, Facebook now. Well, she keeps and deletes it because she doesn't want people to know that it's her. Uh-huh. So you can really tell we're related over here yeah. because I'm the same. <laughs> well, you so, were dating the F Stone over there. <laughs> so she was like, um, what's with this like feeling crazy? But like, it's not crazy. <laughs> it's like the equivalent, but it's like a Romanian way of saying it. Like, what's this? Like, whatever. What does this even mean? She's fucking 55. She doesn't have time. <laughs> I was like, does she not have a fucking job? I was like, let people enjoy their life. She's like, I don't fucking get it. Like, people need to post everything. And then three hours later, your mom. No, no, no she, did. she never posted anything. She never posted anything. And then she was like, people keep like, men keep messaging me. How are they finding my profile and messaging me? I was like, it is what it is. I'm like, I didn't know Facebook was like a dating place for like over like 45, but apparently it is. People just like sl- slide in your DMs. It's like Instagram, but for old people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, drop me a line, like, hello, I love your profile picture looking good over there. 
Oh my god. What else? What else was uh, well, I mean the worst ones probably are when somebody cheats and you don't oh, know. Oh yeah. This is like heartbreaking. And especially doesn't matter if either girl or the guy cheats on the person with the person that they actually know no, and it's really close. I asked this question before. What do you think is worse? Someone well there's people say that there's like cheating and there's also like emotional cheating so like when maybe you talk to someone but you 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 don't sleep with them but you talk to someone else kind of thing so what do you think is worse if your like boyfriend would sleep with someone but not like them hypothetically yeah yeah yeah. speaking or if they would message someone and actually have feelings for that person, but not like sleep with them, not be physical. I mean, yeah, of course, both are bad, yeah, but, but which hypothetically speaking, speaking. Why I cannot pronounce long words today. I think the worst is the emotional one. Yeah, nice. Because like, well, sex, I mean, we are like animals, like Bad Bunny said, Buracha con animal, blah, blah, blah. So I think like sometimes it's just like, oh, fuck, I'm so horny. And like, especially mostly, I think it's with long distance relationships. Wow. Yeah. It's really hard because you want, but you don't have. So when you don't have as well, you want more, right? So, I mean, of course it's debatable, but I think it's harder when you're like really into someone, you think like, oh, we're going to do this in the future. Or like uh, they say they feel close to me. They say they love me. Uh, you meet maybe them parents and stuff like that. And then that person has relationship with you and another bitch or opposite the girl has relationship with you and with another dude i think that's more painful yeah because whatever i just like make sure to use protection don't bring like some sickness to my house if someone cheated on you would you take them back Mm, now no (laughs) (laughs) now i'm not sure but before okay i don't want to sound like a victim but I think, well, I got a lot of dead issues, which makes me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to this. Don't we all? <laughs> so sometimes I don't know. Like, I don't feel close to my family. So I yeah. used to feel close with the dudes. And I used to date a bit older dudes, not crazy old. Yeah. I mean, if you would think sometimes maybe it feels crazy old yeah. for some people, for some. No, anyway, age is only the number, guys. It doesn't really matter. I mean, if you can do it, you yeah, yeah it matters if they're under 18. So, <laughs> if they're under 18, age definitely matters. So stay away from that. But yeah, yeah. but the rest it's going fine. on. <laughs> but no, anyway, it wasn't like sugar dead or anything. So, so I think at that time, and if you don't have any experience before, you don't realize and you just do stupid things, especially if you don't like... I don't know how to say it. If you maybe don't love yourself, you don't know how to set your boundaries. And because when you are hurt, mostly the other person gonna blame you, even though it was nothing to do with you. But they're gonna kind of put it on you. But then it's like, because you don't have a boundaries, you let them hurt you again. 
So it's like, by now, no, I would just cut fucking balls. <laughs> Put that dick in the asshole and I would say, you are like, just cut the balls and they will now have kids. Because not everybody wants family. So sorry, my dude, you're oh. not going to have anymore. Not oh. to be dramatic or anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, this is totally not dramatic at all. So. Yeah. I personally would totally take someone back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, but I mean, you know, you always think, no, I will not take back. I guess especially you're like in that situation. And if you, I mean, I don't know, I've never liked someone that much that I was like, you know what, no matter what you do. Yeah, well, it's just like funny. And that's why you should never say never. Never, exactly. Especially when you see around, like, oh my God, how the fuck this girl does realize? After 15 episodes of this podcast, I'm getting cheated on. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, guys. So I got cheated on, but I think it was my fault. So <laughs> oh I actually God, take the L. You in the face. I'll take the L and I'm just gonna my boyfriend over here. <laughs> hey. Like I th- I don't think a man, I don't think I but the worst thing about that is I think you realize that that's bad, but then you're ashamed of telling other people yeah, that like that happened course. because they would then tell you and you're like, I think inside, you know, that's bad. Yeah. But when other people say it, like, I think if I I actually <laughs> went through that ever, like whatever, and I, I don't think I would tell anybody, I would just take the L silently in the corner. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I got cheated on, but I'm still here. Yeah, but that's okay. But imagine if that third person is that if your friends know his friends knows Everybody, then it's that's kind of like, public yeah. and then it's fucking kind of humiliating but that's like when celebrities get cheated on and then they like um take them back and then everybody like jokes about it i guess i'm just thinking about will smith and like, <laughs> yeah, but they got open relationship right so whatever, whatever. the fuck are they but what, yeah it's like whatever yeah, they do i think choice it, anyway. that's probably the worst when like everybody knows yeah but because yeah but that's sometimes you cannot like be like i'm just gonna keep it quiet it's just like every or sometimes it's worse because everybody knows but you don't know that that's like the worst and you're like oh my god i'm so so in love love. let's go to the beach let's go to the road but that's like some couples when i was in my hometown same as you because it's really small you know everything about everybody i knew about a dude that like basically he got his dick sucked in a bathroom by a different bitch and then the next day his girlfriend came to school and told everybody oh yeah we've just lost our virginities to each other i'm like right no we don't think so he's virgin but it was insane i was like i cannot believe that i know that this dude got his dick sucked in a bathroom but you don't and you've sucked his dick yeah but, oh <laughs> that's so sad on the other hand to be i kind of i guess like in that situation like do you tell them or do you just like i don't want to get because the problem is if you're in a small town as well if you get involved in the gossip or anything mm-hmm. you're never gonna get away from it so i guess i don't know what happened i was not on one of the popular kids so like don't know what was over there so but yeah shout out to this girl that thinks that she lost her virginity to her boyfriend and she did and he did the same i hope they are not together anymore i hope they got married really oh my god you're so mean come on stop but i don't know relationships is thick and special relationships like, are hard guys because basically everybody got issues right with the parents and stuff so if you don't have a healthy relationship 
right with your parents or i i don't know siblings maybe not that much i think because the how do you say the first relationship first love that you receive is your parents yeah so if you don't have that you're gonna be all the time fucked up relationships free therapy over here guys (laughs) you don't need to go to therapy if you want to speak out your mind (laughs) please just send us the dms you're not gonna share your stories it's fine we're just gonna be like i'm so sorry for you or not (laughs) or not because depends who's going to read me or you wanna you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh now you're sounding like that's very very true so so it's like then it leads to this shit and then like the worst probably is because most of the times that's how it is one of the person is like really manipulative yeah fucking around doesn't give yeah. a fuck but kind of falls in love with that good or good girl or good boy you know like this kind of i thought that's like fantasy of every person that's like oh man this sucks it never ends though <laughs> and also like we just discussed the endings like imagine you're three years together they send you long long message saying oh you've been my best friend i don't know how we live without you but i cannot do this anymore man fuck off <laughs> Like how you can send only the message, but because I think sometimes people just cannot do in person. Yeah, if you're a pussy, just say you're a pussy. Just yeah, but, or like yeah. even when you when you do in person, usually in your head you got the plan, right? Like yeah. okay, I decided today is the day I'm gonna do it. Then you meet and like oh my god, I feel so sorry. I'm not gonna do this because at some point anyway, if you are in a relationship, especially for a long time, yeah. You got feelings for the other person, even if it's not love. It yeah. has to be something. Yeah. First of all, respect and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like, even if you start and the other person doesn't even like, in his mind, everything was perfect and they don't realize. Yeah, true. That's very true. But I guess that's only like, I mean, that's a nice way. It no, I think the feelings. best way is like to... The best way is to never it. break up with someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, like, if it's not working out, because sometimes it's just like, maybe it's not meant to be, but the other person is just like so attached to you and maybe yeah. they don't even love you. They just used to, to your company. Yeah, true. That's it. So it's like, it's just like, I don't know. I f- well, I don't know if you're going to get on, but I find it weird to stay friends. With someone. Oh, Big time. I I have strong opinions about this, and right. I've I I. So all my so we agree. I agree. Wow, we staying, agree. Wow. Staying friends with your exes is weird. Even if you ended on good terms, to me that says I'm a narcissist, and I need people to like me. If I mean, <clears throat> unless I mean, okay, depends been, on the levels. I okay, guess, I, yeah. yeah, like depends on what you define as friends. But like saying, "Oh, I really need to be on good terms with all my exes," or like saying things like, "Oh, they're not a bad person," or like, "Whatever, they might not be a bad person." The relationship might not have ended, but like, I don't know. I had well, one of my friends, like when she broke up with her um, kind of boyfriend, like she was absolutely miserable and devastated for like six months, seven months. Like, it took her a really long time to get over him. And we could see from the outside that he was not, a, like, the best person to her. But in her mind, like, and af- even after they broke up, she had this, like, idolized image of him where what we saw was not equivalent to what she saw in the relationship. But that's because she loved him. We yeah. did not have anything to do with this. Yeah. 
So every time we tried to say to her, that's not how it was. She was like, no, like, you don't understand. He's a good person. I was like, no, he's not. And it took her almost two years until she had no other like feelings for him. And she came out and said, yeah, you were right. He was not a good person. So like, it might be that you want to stay friends with them because you have that image in your head that like, whatever happened was, you know. I mean, I think it depends. Well, I mean, it depends what? on how the relationship ended. Maybe if they like, you know, cheated on you five times and like you want to stay friends with them, that says a lot about you. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like sometimes some people like, okay, staying friends means what? You're going to be following going out each other. brunch together. No, following each other on Instagram, Facebook, whatever I was at that time. Yeah. Which is most of the times what you mute the other person and you don't see. Yeah. But like, I don't know, it depends, I think. Level of Because like for some people, I assume if you like, like a friend that you are really in love and probably, well, I assume, I don't know the story, probably he ended the relationship. Um, yeah. Well, I think it was kind of, well. I mean, yeah. yeah. But probably he spoke first yeah. and they, it went to mutual thing. So the dude doesn't give a fuck definitely and he's already in the toilet getting sucked his dick and stuff <laughs> pull up pull up pull up but anyway so for him it doesn't matter but for her it's just like you know, i mean you, you want to see how they're doing yeah but, but just because you're still attached and you, you still should got not feelings. block them on everything once you break up and i mean it's, i mean it's kind of cold hearted thing like you have to be like really yeah. brave to do that but i think it's healthier for you because yeah. anyway it's gonna take time sometimes if you really loved someone it can take you like yes. till you die yeah no it you can, can still you, think yeah. about them if yeah. it was really like not even like powerful but if it like meant strong something connection, to you yeah like, in a way that like maybe you didn't realize that it meant something to you yeah so like, i think well but it's just like i think it's just said that when you're wasting your young years because you're yeah. miser miserable <laughs> miserable because of somebody like who was like maybe lost didn't care they just used you for some while or maybe you had a good time yeah. but it was like it's ended now. Yeah. Move on. Anyway, so it's lesson learned. Fuck it. Next. Move on. Next. Moving on. And moving on. Moving on. Guys, we decided to do something new. <laughs> we decided. Um, so the way that we're going to structure the next few episodes is going to be the same in terms of kind of the first part. But the second part is going to be a bit different. So because most of our listeners are not kind of as into formula one as um, one of our listeners <laughs> as one of our listeners exactly um i i think we're gonna do a driver segment at least for a, f a few episodes in, in which we'll talk about a particular driver their life their career how they got into formula one obviously everything so at least you know about them but i'm also gonna add just so you're entertained we'll talk about their personal life a little bit as well um, and then we're also going to talk about maybe some controversies. Anything yeah, except the only thing. So basically, Joanna knows them like from stats, how they're doing in professional life and stuff. And me, I just know probably gossip. Mm -hmm. I just got my opinion from Drive to Survive and stuff like that. So, so it'll be interesting to yeah, see the, two the contrast between us. Right. So guess who's the first driver? <laughs> so guys, who do you think is, is the, the first, first driver? driver? 
Joanna, spill it out. Now we're gonna talk about Daniel Ricardo. Well, Woo! actually, if you wanna pronounce his name the Italian way, because his parents have Italian roots, it would be Ricciardo. But he likes to call himself Ricardo because that's the way um, kind of it gets pronounced in Australia, where he's from. So he was born in 1988. So he's oh, they're gonna quite, go that deep. <laughs> yeah, he's quite. Oh, I have 12 pages of notes. Get oh ready. my god! Get ready for this. But huge he fan is, over here. Huge fan over here. So he's gonna be 33 this year. So he's oh, wow. 32. He's gonna be 33 this year. So as I said, his parents uh, have Italian roots, but they moved to Australia. Um. So he grew up in Australia. Um. Grew up in kind of. Perth area, which is um, like, I guess, a kind of region up there. Um, he, one of the nicknames that he has is the honey badger. Have you ever seen a honey badger? No. Um, I, I have not either, but it's his nickname. And the reason for that apparently is a reference to his racing style. And he said, it's supposed to be the most fearless animal in the animal kingdom. When you look at it, he seems quite quite cute and cuddly but as soon as someone crosses his territory in a way he doesn't like he turns into a bit of a savage and he'll go after anything tigers pythons he turns very quickly but he's a good guy yeah because well like what you said everybody started to love him more when they released the drive to survive right because they basically did like the first season was probably four three episodes was mainly about him because they decided to end his contract Red Bull. I'll talk about uh, a little bit about it, but yeah, I think in Drive to, I mean, for anyone that's watched Drive to Survive, it's impossible not to like Daniel. And I think that's because you like him. Well, he's a good driver. He's very funny, smiling. Not the personality, right? He's got a great personality. Man, all of you bitches lie. You just want to fuck him. Everybody's just like, oh, he's the. No, that would be incredibly objectifying and i am not one to objectify (laughs) i can't even believe what i'm saying myself um well he is not my type my usual type but his personality and to be fair he's got a lot of tattoos which quite attractive he's quite tall which is again quite attractive and he's just got that look you know you just want to yeah, have fun with that. You just time. want to be on top of him. You know? <laughs> I am so sorry to Daniel Ricardo. If you ever listen to this, I am sorry. But that's the not feeling. sorry. That's yeah, what, the, what that, everybody, that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. And stuff like that. As far as that's I what know everybody the... thinks. It, yeah. it has to be said. I'm sorry. Everyone yeah. wants to be on top of you. So there it is. But let's talk a bit about how he started kind of to drive so he started cutting when he was nine um and he kind of had like numerous like cutting events in australia um he entered when he was um in 2005 so he was what 89 10 16 wow quick maths when he was 16 um he entered (laughs) i couldn't do that i need my calculator (laughs) he entered a championship there um and then kind of he his car wasn't that good, but um, kind of that was his first championship in cutting. He finished 16 and 17, though, so not ideally. But that's, let's talk formula. So, firstly, he entered Formula 3, 
So for anybody that doesn't know, there's multiple formulas. There's not only Formula One. There's Formula Three, two. I mean, I think one, we mentioned e. we mentioned like there is stages to get to the Formula One. Kind so, of, yeah. yeah. Um. So the, in 2008, basically, he made his debut in Formula Three. Um. And he kind of drove with a team there, and he qualified eighth for the first race, and then he finished the race in sixth. So quite good. Um, he moved on to the British kind of Formula 3 in 2009, so he drove there as well. Um, he drove uh, quite in 2010, kind of had some more uh, driving in Formula 3 with different people. But let's talk about... So basically, dude built the connections, he showed his hard work, and then bam, 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 yeah. he got into Red Bull, right? Well, no. So he made his debut in Formula Car when he tested. He tested for Red Bull Racing. But so one thing to know about Red Bull is they have two uh, teams in Formula One. So they've got Red Bull. And what was previously known as Toro Rosso is now Tori, so mm-hmm. where Pierre is driving. But Toro Rosso, our best friend Pierre Gasly, our best friend Pierre Gasly. Um, basically, Toro Rosso, like Alpha Tauri now, uh, is the program where like they train the Red Bull juniors. So like usually people good in that program would go to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a it's the junior team to drive. If you're good enough, they'll give you a Red Bull contract, maybe depending on how it goes. Um, and he started at Toro Rosso in 2012. So his teammate was Jean-Éric Verne, which I don't think he was in Formula One for a bit. Um, and he, oh, nice. So he finished his, uh, at the Australian Grand Prix, which is his home Grand Prix. Um, he managed to score his first point. So that's quite cute. Um, he was signed again in 2013. So he outscored his teammate that season. So he finished higher than him. And he was promoted to Red Bull in 2014. So he started his Red Bull career in 2014. He drove with Mark Webber, which is, again, I don't think you'll know him. He used to be in Formula One at that time as well. He's quite old. Um, so he had a quite a good season. He had um, kind of a few wins. And he stayed at Red Bull until 2019. So quite a long um, kind of season. And he drove, um, he was Sebastian Vettel's teammate for a bit as well uh, when Sebastian Vettel was a Red Bull. So in 2019, that's when we get the drama, which is he moves at Renault, which is what you saw in Drive to Survive yeah. season one. Okay, so 2019 is what you saw in Drive to Survive, which yeah. is kind of, well, no, you saw 2018 if he yeah. was getting ready to move yeah. at Renault. So what was your opinion of what you saw in in terms of what they showed his Red Bull situation to be and I guess I'll talk a bit about what actually happened I don't I think it's just uh how to explain so they got this young dude that I mean now Max Verstappen is like a really good driver but at that time he just moved right who Max Verstappen no he entered Formula One in yeah but in Red Bull he was how long with that other car, though? For two years? Yeah. No, three. three. So since 2016. Oh, wow. But anyway... The no, way... two, yeah, two. So wait, 2016, 17, 18, three years season. Anyway, but what I understood from Drive to Survive, like, they was more supporting 
the younger dude but because they saw like more potential right so max verstappen is an interesting case um we'll talk about him anyway yeah yeah in the episode but yeah max verstappen was one of the youngest if not the youngest if i'm wrong dude to enter formula one so his dad used to be a driver but he was the new talent new everything so i mean the way formula one usually works is you have your first driver and you have your second driver they say it's not the case for all the teams but most teams have a favorite in terms of who's going to be the first driver and i think daniel felt like and that's what he expressed that he was becoming the second driver Mm -hmm. and i think max performed particularly well and really really well for someone this young he was very aggressive they had an incident in uh azerbaijan was it 2000 did they show that when they crashed into each other yeah and they both and that was the moment when they had this big kind of did they show a fight or anything it no. wasn't a fight but no they basically didn't. they were racing each other and they managed to kind of break like um max verstappen basically breaked in you're gonna hear our neighbors yelling which is uh, another podcast episode probably for the background <laughs> noise so just ignore that um that's what we do usually so uh but um he breaks into him and basically they both went out of the race and it was this like big moment that you know you have two of your drivers but are anyway fighting. like so it's kind of even it's kind of was focused on Daniel Ricciardo because it's really hard for the driver when they end the contract and then you have to look for someone because you have to still like show your good performance so other teams would be like oh yeah we would love to take you right or yeah, like give you the I offer mean, there's only 10 teams and um i think most teams had their contracts they knew who the drivers formula one is not like a for life thing it's usually a season by season thing so most drivers have one year contracts unless you are particularly special like i don't know lewis hamilton and you get a fucking five-year contract because you are whatever but that means that like in that one year you have to perform extra well for the team to want to keep you or you have to if you want to leave you have to perform extra well and impress another team for negotiations to take you so it's not like um easy to keep easy but anyway daniel did a good job renault took him renault took him i'm still convinced that renault took him because the director so the ceo of renault um is called is a man called Cyril. so he is french he was absolutely in love with daniel i have no other doubt and i think you'll see in season two if you watch right survive the way he speaks about daniel it's the most like adorable and hilarious thing at the same time when he decides to so he was at renault I'll continue here. So he yeah. was at Renault for in 2019 and 2020. So two seasons. Yeah. And um, it, it wasn't particularly good. So like for 2019, they had quite a few problems with the car. He had like third retirements, I think. So like third race, like three races where he couldn't finish because of issues with the car. So it's quite, quite difficult. In 2020, uh, 2020, he the actually mas- ma- managed to get a podium, I think. He didn't win, but he finished third um, at a race in, I think it was Germany. 
Um, so Nuremberg, I think he finished in third. So he got a podium that year, which is quite good. So 2020 overall was a better season. But then it was announced officially in 2020 that he's going to move to McLaren. So when they announced in 2020 that he was going to move to McLaren, Cyril, you can see, and you'll see in Drive to Survive as well, because they show it in season three. He's like, I'm absolutely devastated. I love Daniel. Everybody here loves Daniel. So that was like, I guess the way they present it's like Daniel is this like amazing person that everybody wants, not because he's a good driver, but because he's Daniel and everybody loves Daniel. So, and then when he moved to McLaren, uh, it, it, it's quite funny. I think I need to mention that. So when he moved to Renault, Carlos Sainz was a Renault. So Carlos Sainz moved to McLaren. Mm-hmm. Daniel goes to Renault. When Daniel moved to McLaren, takes Carlos Sainz's seat, Carlos Sainz moved to Ferrari. So like, it's kind of this quite funny, to me it was quite funny that they just kind of swapped seats around. But yeah, he's been at McLaren ever since. So he's got, I think, his contract until 2023. So he's driving alongside Lando Norris now. His 2020 season at McLaren wasn't particularly good. We cannot say. Um, we had quite a few um, issues. He basically, I mean, he struggled with the car quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And but Lando, it's a new car, right? So. It's a new car, but it's also no excuse. I mean, you cannot... Uh, you have to adapt, right? Formula One is quick. You have to yeah. move. Science was performing at Ferrari really well. So it was a new car for him, right, as well. So, I mean, there are questions in terms of, like, you know, obviously the car is built different, aerodynamics, blah, blah, blah. But he seemed to struggle quite a bit, even though, um, you know, there was a lot, whatever. So people are starting to wonder, you know, maybe uh, is it time for him to retire, things like that. And then he got a, he won Monza last year, 2021. Mm-hmm. He managed to win. McLaren had a one, two. So Daniel won the race. Lando Norris finished in second. And he had this radio message when he went, won the race. And he said, for all the people that thought I left, I never left. Oh, so, so cute. Yeah, quite good. But um, yeah, he seems to be enjoying life at McLaren now. So his contract until 2023. So we'll still see him. But Let's talk about his personal life, shall we? It's been a long time, like blah 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 about the Formula One. Nobody What's cares. happening? Does he has a girlfriend? What he is it there? Does have well, wow. <laughs> disappointing voice. He does. Have. Well, so this is being um, well, it's not being. He has a girlfriend. He's dating Heidi Berger, which is the daughter of um, uh, Jared, like another uh, Formula One driver um and quite iconic formula one driver she's only 24 um important to say so i just said age is only the number, number yeah that's and she's, she's not only... under 18 so it's fine yeah uh but they the problem with daniel is it's not a problem but he is very sec- secretive about his personal life and he's very sec- secretive about his girlfriend so he used to date for the longest time um, and it was like the only public appearances that he had was his high school sweetheart. So he actually had the same girlfriend like um, since high school for like a bunch of years. And oh, then so once, cute once they broke up, they it wasn't really publicized. But I've heard stories. I mean, 
and there's a lot of gossip out there. Yeah. There's a lot of pictures. He's always pictured with models. He's always pictured with whatever. Um, and then apparently, well, she, he's been dating Heidi because that's her name, Heidi Berger, for about since 2019. Apparently, was said, which is funny because he was photographed on a boat with models multiple times <laughs> throughout the year. Maybe they're just like having yeah, a little fun. conversation. Yeah. Just like... I'm not saying... Well, party. obviously no, but I'm just saying. Yeah, like, that's I mean, the... they didn't stand no, no. with a candle by the... No, 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 no. Like, whatever to see. But I'm just... I'm telling you what's out there. So you'll see. Yeah. He's always pictured with, like, models, whatever. But, yeah, they're meant to be dating. She was at multiple of his races he, he, she was at his home race um but yeah they've been he's quite he's he's posted he's quite good friends with Dax Shepard and um what's her what's his wife called the actress from the good place <laughs> Kristen something right I cannot remember. Don't look at me like this. <laughs> oh my god! You said she's your favorite. Like you like her. She's. I mean, I like her, but I cannot remember well, everybody name. who I like names with the yeah. same names. Well, anyway, hi. Why her name is just like going by. Anyway, yeah, yeah I'll remember eventually at some point. I'll yeah. just shout it, shout it out. But um, they're quite good friends, and they spend Halloween together. And she was. He posted some pictures and she was in the pictures as well, which was the first kind of oh, it's on Appearance. his Instagram. Also. Can I just say this? He's really old. He cannot work Instagram for his fucking life. The way he posts pictures on his story. So he has, um, apart from girlfriend, um, he also... He's very good at... Making clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so usually Formula One match. Um, so if you want to buy t-shirts, whatever, you have to go to the team's website, right? So if I want to buy... I don't know, Lewis Hamilton t-shirts. I'm going to go to Mercedes and buy a number. But With Daniel Ricciardo, he actually has his own website and clothing line, which is, may I say, really good quality. I myself have two hoodies, one of which was a gift from one of my really good friends. Yeah, we don't know this girl, but anyway. And then, like, I mean, like, he does everything in there. Phone covers, uh, caps. Yeah, he does, like, beanies. Recently, he had a collection with, like, full-on tracksuits. They're quite nice. I, the designs are beautiful. Materials but, you know, are I was just, like, anyway, like, so he's really good, like, of expanding himself as a brand. So, so I think yeah, if yeah. at some point, I mean, of course, he's not going to retire. I think he it, might retire in 2023, but that's a separate conversation. But, but yeah. this is another rumor. We don't yeah. know. Like, whatever he's going to decide, it's his choice, his life. But, like, come on. He got wine line. Oh, uh, yeah. So he has... He Well, I've said this before. Daniel Ricardo is paid for being Daniel Ricardo. Like, he, he is a really good driver. He's a fantastic driver. He has a very particular style. But my God, do people love to pay this dude? His salary is fucking insane for, yeah, like, what like, it is. It makes, like, 12 million a year. But because, like, look, he got his own merches and stuff. stuff this yeah. just brings money. Then he got the wine. He makes wine. You can buy his wine then on I Amazon. Think he did, like, the most appearances in all, like, TV Talk shows. shows yeah. yeah, he was on Ellen. He was on Trevor uh, Noah's yeah. Midnight 
talk show. He likes to chat in his Australian yeah. accent. So for me, it's like, why? So there is so many bitches wanting Daniel Ricardo, whether, whether he has a girlfriend, boyfriend, doesn't matter. Why he didn't create a line with like velvet ropes or something <laughs> and number three on the back, every single bitch would buy it. Maybe we should, it, we should like, pitch the idea to yeah, him. Yeah, come on. Like you are Daniel. Part-time driver, full-time designer. So, like, we need those ropes for the bitches to cover them nipples. But, like, he is, yeah, he's very, um, he really went out and just, like, built everything. Making clothes, making wine. I mean, like, so he made himself as a brand, which is a clever idea. I mean, that's what I wanted to say apart of always joking how much attention he got from the women and probably not only from the women. I think like he's clever. He's very clever, and his personality he's cheeky. So for him to he make is connection, he's is like funny. I was gonna say this. So if you are interested and you want to see more, just Google Formula. Go on YouTube, write Formula One funny moments. Ninety percent of the clips that you'll see are of Daniel Ricardo making other people laugh. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Like, like because he is so funny. He is so very, very like, He made Lando that's Norris. That's what we can give to him. Definitely, he, he is 100%. hilarious. He made Lando Norris like cry with laughter at like a press conference like three years. ago. I'll never forget this. He was crying like laughing over there, <laughs> just like absolutely hilarious. So like definitely look at it because it's so funny. But um, one final thing that I wanted to mention about him is he had this little. Um, controversy so i think i mean formula one drivers really don't get into that much they don't get that much heat for stuff i would say because i don't think they used to have that many fans before drive to survive started and this is where they got like all the internet fan pages and like people being interested in them and whatever whatever and they asked him i'm just looking at my notes because i want to read his exact quote because it's not funny it's wowzers so basically, they were in Saudi Arabia last year. And I think I mentioned this briefly in yeah. one of our initial podcasts, but I just want to, I have the full quote now and I feel like I need to read it out. Um, but they were in Saudi Arabia. And as you know, there's a lot of issues in Saudi Arabia in terms of like, you know, um, LGBTQ rights, like um, just in general, like a lot of humanitarian issues. In like terms of, as well. Uh, like women's, women's rights yeah. and things like that. So, and uh, one thing to know as well is like um, when we're going to talk about Lewis Hamilton, we'll talk about a lot. But Lewis is Lewis and Sebastian Vettel are two of the drivers that have always been very outspoken about like the things that they believe in and like supporting, you know, just human rights in general for everybody. So Lewis is always like the one making um, comments about kind of political situations, saying, you know, <sighs> I don't think it's right that like we have to race here or whatever. Or I don't agree, but you know, and same with Sebastian Vettel, like he is always very like supportive and everything. So what happened was at his interview <laughs> Man, after the Dan race Ricardo. interview, well, after the race interview, um, basically someone asked him how he felt about racing in Saudi Arabia, despite all the controversy um, regarding their kind of human rights record, right? So um, basically when he was asked about that and kind of how he uses his platform to kind of talk about, because he's got like, what, almost 7 million followers, how he uses his platform to speak out about issues, he said, 
I don't watch the news and feel better about my day. I choose not to watch it because of the lot, a lot of the times it is people, they like drama and negativity, right? And it doesn't end here. Um, basically, um, when someone, while well, some people, basically some people said that he was being sheltered and saying that, you know, people dying to you is drama and negativity, like this is their life. Um, he's, <laughs> he ended it on like, what was the worst thing that he could have said ever? He said, it's not in my nature to really understand a lot about things like this. So I think like just, you know, human rights in general. <laughs> um, I'm I saw that interview. I saw the clip. I was on Twitter when it had, I mean, I saw it on Twitter. I saw people talking about it. Um, I think when I would, I would have expected him to be media trained. So first of all, who the fuck is this media person? that allowed him to respond to this question so dumb, like so bad. And that's another thing that's linked to this. And this is a tangent, but basically when the war in Ukraine started, Formula One um, made kind of, they had this photo shoot with the drivers um, to, you know, talk about that. And they had the worst. I really want to know who was the person that authorized the phrase that they said they posted a picture of the drivers all of them lined up with t-shirts and a caption that said please no war and half of them smiling as well why is that why would you think that's a good idea why do you think that's acceptable as a phrase to put there so and then the worst part is all of them posted reposted that picture on their personal like profile with the same caption, please no war. As if, as if Russia was going to see that and be like, oh my God, they said, please. Guys, like so bad, just so insensitive to everything. Like Formula One makes so much money as well in terms of revenue and everything. They could have donated money. They could have done anything else apart from that. That meant nothing. That meant absolutely nothing. But anyway, that's a separate uh, thing to care about. But basically, I want to know who his social media person is or like um, his PR person because, my God, how are you not going to tell him, dude? Where, you know, when, but maybe because he doesn't watch the news, he doesn't know what's happening (laughs) in Saudi Arabia. I mean, Daniel, I'm really sorry to tell you, but I think people are right to roast you on this one. Like, you don't. I mean, we said already last time you could come up with such a way better But answer, not just like... say, like, if you don't know, you don't know, and that's fine. Like, you don't have to know everything about everything, but you're also 32. At 32 years old, I would expect you to know a little bit about geography and about what's oh, happening. This is getting world. a bit personal. No, yeah, but I'm saying, like, he is... And I refuse to believe that he doesn't know anything about the country. So you don't think he's dumb? I don't think he's dumb. I just think he's not ignorant. Well, he is ignorant. But like, it's also, I don't know, like, how would you think that that was the best answer they could give in that situation? I don't watch the news because I don't like the negativity. Would you say, even putting putting yourself in your shoes? Just say, just reply to the question saying, so, like, I don't know a lot. I'm just educating myself maybe now on the issues. Of course, I don't. Ask Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Be like, yo, Lewis, I don't know. Like, can you explain to me what's going on? <laughs> or whatever. 
Oh my God. Anyway, so this is how we're going to probably finish. But we love Daniel Ricardo. He's funny. He is great. He is great. But I just wanted to point Still out like, the, the suggestion make the ropes for the girls. Yeah, we're number, love oh, it. yeah. Also, I should mention he's racing on the number three. So yes. his racing number is three. So that's what you see on everything that he's got. But yeah, I just, I, he doesn't have many controversies or anything. And I, I just felt like I needed to call him out on this one. Like the internet did. <laughs> so, sorry, it had to be said. Yeah, but now moving on to Lewis Hamilton. So I love to run. I mentioned 3,000 times on every each episode. Pod. Guys, did you know that Levetta runs? Yes, I love to run. <laughs> and like where, where I'm running, there is a huge billboard for some whatever channel that you can stream Formula One and stuff. And there is a huge portrait of Lewis Hamilton. So, so I started cute. to smile, but basically it's like sidewalk for the people to walk, but it's on my way to run to the park, right? So I was started to smile because you're always talking about Formula One, right? And things, and people are looking at me like, what's wrong with that bitch? Like, Why is she smiling? It's just Lulu. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's just Lulu. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, um, I hope we, you're not going to change the billboard for a no, long time. We really love Lewis Hamilton. I mean, you love him or hate him, you have to admit the dude's doing quite a lot outside of Formula 1. We'll talk about it in, I mean, for him, I think I have to dedicate one and hour anyway, to Anyway, like, I don't know, it's in my head now about please no war. Man, it's still sad that still any fucking country did something much a part of helping and stuff. So, like, shout out to Ukraine, man. Zelensky is the bravest leader I've ever saw. Yeah. Like, it's going to go to fucking history books, definitely. And, well, I mean, I cannot say nothing. I'm not a politician and anything like that. I mean, I helped somehow in my ways. Then, like, well, our countries helped a lot as well. Lithuania helped. Romania helped. Like, the president's been there of our countries. Yeah. Then my sister helps, like she volunteers for Lithuanian Red Cross. She helps there and stuff like that. But I still cannot believe that you're gonna say no, please, please no one, and it's gonna change. I just, I don't. I when I saw that, like, I post, I reposted on my story. Like, I don't know who their social media person is, but I would have fired them after this. So bad. I could a five year old could have written a better caption. That sounds like Putin. Please no. Like and Putin know. is like in his bunker but in his red that. room. But it's like, like it's just like what the fuck? Like why would you think that that's a good? I don't know for just yeah. I mean formula. Yeah, that's no what comments. Gonna... Well, like what we talked last time about MotoGP, like they do died. Yeah, and they like. But anyway, when I mean, I kind of understand from others. This turned very sad yeah. so quickly. <laughs> Sorry to everybody. Maybe we need to end it on a happier note. On what's something good that happened this week? <laughs> something good. Something good that happened this week. Um, well, we're alive, so that's always a blessing. Um, um I don't know if good. I can say that, but right. I'll say. So basically, I saw a one actor from Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. So not? it was a really funny interaction. Uh, so basically, he was coming and I saw he him. He was coming. He was coming my way right. and I saw him and I was like in my work environment, right? So I'm safe there. I do whatever I want. 
and then I saw him coming and I did like this, oh my God. And you could like, he saw that I said, oh my God, because I was like, oh my God, this is Jonathan Bailey. Oh, like, <laughs> and he was like laughing and stuff. And I'm sure that he expected for me to say something, but me, I was so professional. I just did what you have to do in customer service and stuff I can like 100% confirm that I will not do that when I meet Daniel Ricardo. I, I she will. would be on top of Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, I will very politely ask for a photo because I'm a nice person. <laughs> I would know me. I would jump. I mean, like, I jump I, his bones. <laughs> I'll be like, my dude, what's up? Let's go to party. Like, wow, wow, this is like, bye, everybody loves Daniel Ricardo oh, yeah, from true. all That's them. what we're going to end it on. So, apparently, a rumor has it. Well, not rumor has it, but. Daniel Ricciardo is apparently the best Formula One driver to party with. So, we're still what, waiting for our invitation, Daniel. Yeah. Come Whereas on. I saw the pictures with the models on the boat. Come on, dude. Yeah, like, invite us too. We can party. He's as not well. gonna hit on you, which yeah, is no, like no, no, a plus no, no. Yeah, for yeah. everything. Claire, don't care. I just want. You're not gonna gossip here as well. Yeah. It's fine. I'll because sign an NDA. <laughs> just invite. You're gonna be like, oh, our best friend. Do you know my good friend, Daniel? Yeah. But yeah, so everybody's partying with him. But anyway, like he seems like very. He just seems like the kind of guy that you want to spend time with. He seems fun. He yeah. seems like he would tell good jokes. So, yeah, he seems. Let's be friends. Let's Punch be besties. Line. Yeah, let's be besties. What, Come who's on. your best friend, Daniel Ricardo? Just right. Daniel Ricardo, Danny Rick. Good old Danny Rick. Um, Number three. Woo. Okay, I think let's end it. These keep getting longer. So, ne- tune in next week when we're going to have our five hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> but so. anyway, guys, I know you waited a long time to get, I mean, long time. I mean, it's every Saturday, so every Saturday you have a new episode. So I know we are but like share so it. fun to listen. Share so we get with your addicted. friends. Share with your yeah, friends guys, and family. Please don't forget follow us on your late night talks on Instagram. Hit us with DMs. No nudes, only money sent our way. And then let's share this funny happiness vibe going on. I hope you enjoyed. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Woo! La 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 la. Okay. We're just going to end it here. Thanks for listening.